What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our Monday podcast. We are in Psalm 63. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a good Sabbath. And we're ready to walk through Psalm 63 with you. Yep, and so looking at the overview of this, you see that this psalm is really broken down into two different sections. The first four verses talk about how God helps us in our search, especially when we're in seasons of the wilderness. You're lonely, despair, um, hard, difficult, frightening, you name it. It's just the wilderness seasons are difficult. The second half, Mm -hmm. verses 5 to 11, talks about how God's a guide to the destination And so one of the things I want to say I appreciate about really the psalm and the psalms in general is David and the other writers' uh, willingness to be authentic and real. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes you you think about Christianity and it's fluffy, it's cliche, and you got this right answer and Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can be honest about how I'm really feeling right now. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And David in the psalms is laying it down heavy. He's like, I am pissed. I am scared. God, where on earth are you? Or I'm going to dance and, you know, get down to my underwear, dance around. Like he's just (laughs) extreme, like showing all of his emotions, whether it's really fun and joy filled or is uh, scared, um, a point of despair, you Mm -hmm. name it. So Mm -hmm. this psalm talks about how um, even when we're in the wilderness, God's there to help us in the search and guide us to the destination. And so if David can be real and honest, about what's really going on in his head and heart, Mm -hmm. you and I can be too. Mm -hmm. And the reality is God already knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. We just get to um, participate in this journey in the process. Right. I think that's actually a gift of the Psalms and reading it is sometimes people just, we don't know how to even say things that are frustrating or hard. And so it's actually really... Um, helpful to identify with um, some of the language in the Psalms. He was like, yeah, I felt like that too. Oh yeah. And God's still good. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) So I'm going to read, we'll transition. I'm going to read in verse four. That's kind of the next part. That's the part that stuck out to us. um, One of the verses, this is Psalm 63 verse four. I will praise you as long as I live and in your name, I will lift up my hands. Um, pretty simple, but really profound. Um, so like Clark said, this is the first four verses where there's this, like this wilderness that's going on that David's in this really, um, difficult, super hard time. And so that's just kind of a natural question that came out of that is like, what do you do when you're in wilderness times? Mm -hmm. Like Clark said, this, where do you look? Right. Where do you look? Like Clark said, this language can kind of be, it seems like like, okay, I can't really relate to that. Like, my body longs for you. My, like, it's kind of fluffy. But really, like David's saying, in hard times, I'm choosing to praise. I'm choosing to um, to lift up my hands, literally, in verse 4. And um, there's so many people at Emmanuel do this and just minister to Clark and I. Um, but one of the people, the family, actually, that came to our mind was actually Vance and Veronica Richards. And so... Yeah. Um, shout out to you guys love you guys miss you guys but um they have been a part of Emmanuel couples ministry um prayer ministry prayer ministers kids are in the student ministry and man it's been this is going on year two of Vance's recovery yeah Vance had a stroke Mm. um led to other complications and just in journeying with them on their journey they're talking about insurance lefts, rights, ups and downs, snafus. Is Vance going back to work? Can Vance even walk? Can he process things? Can Mm -hmm. he read? Like 
These are really serious things. He's a he's a younger guy, a younger dad. With their three children. With three They're, children. Right. These are life-changing questions. Mm-hmm. And I remember Veronica especially just being so confident just in who God is. And mm-hmm. they, they kept talking about the song, I'm going to praise you in the storm. Right, and raise that, a hallelujah. Yeah. Raise a hallelujah. Yeah. And, and that was just a living example for us to see. Right, so that's just literally an example of like, right now what's going on something really difficult and and with lots of uncertainty and we're just going to choose to believe that god's good and that uh and we're going to praise him in this and so that's what david's doing this he's turning his attention um so he's not avoiding the problem like clark just said he's naming it like help me my enemies are after me he's not avoiding it but he's just saying god's got a bigger plan god's got this i'm gonna praise him and so that um that was just really encouraging. There's that line too that I think we've mentioned before that Clark has said that we, when we gaze on the Lord and when we when we glance at our problems, you're you're going to experience more peace. You're going to experience like if you if you keep going back to these same things, these same habits that that cause anxiety and fear and all these things. Well, then, and you're not and you're not turning back to the Lord, well, then no wonder why you why you can't have peace or no wonder why you're so unsettled or no wonder because we, we're not gazing and we're not, um, we're not gazing on the Lord and we're not, um, we're not stepping into the power of praise, the power yeah. of saying, God, I am unsure, but I am sure of you. And so I praise you. And so that was encouraging. That was verse four for me. Yeah. And so the second verse kind of transitions to the end of our day. And that's in verse six. It reads like this, And I remember you upon my bed, and I meditate on you in the watches of the night. And so Mm -hmm. he's basically saying, at the end of my day, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to think about who you are. Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about your faithfulness. And so this got Bob and I thinking about our nights, our bedtimes, and our bedtime routines. Mm -hmm. You know, And we've all got one, whether you have children or you don't, or whether you're seasoned or you're a younger person. Um, what does it look like for us to remember God on our bed? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things we've talked about is going to bed intentionally. You know, there are times we're human too. We'll fall asleep watching a movie on the couch, and it's that dreadful <laughs> walk at like 1 a.m. Well, like, Clark falls asleep. I'll be awake oh. <laughs> reading or something. Yeah. It, hey, wake up. I make oh. about 10 minutes into a movie, and I'm so on logs. <laughs> but um, that walk's painful. But mm-hmm. the nights that we do choose to go to bed and on time, right can be incredibly rewarding Mm -hmm. where you get to go to bed. And um, for me, I try to think about my my scripture I read that morning Mm -hmm. and kind of rerun through the breath prayer or the just the verse that stood out to me. And then I think about my day and where did I meet the Lord? Where were the moments where I was in the flesh and I really missed it? And then where were the moments I met the Spirit and God was really at work? Mm -hmm. I think about that and hopefully the good of that can carry on to the next day. But it's also at bedtime where it's probably, if you're off your phone, the most quiet time of day. Yeah, that's actually a really intentional part of bedtime routine is get away from your phone, folks. Let's get yeah. away from artificial light in general. But yeah. yeah, and just sitting there quietly and praying to God. And there's, again, speaking, but also listening. Because mm-hmm. when you listen and you practice listening to God, you will hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. God will speak. And then, you know, you just simply remember him. And we're trying to do this ourselves, but we're also trying to teach our kids. And Bobby, you know, you had one example of what that looks like as we parent Kirby. Yeah. And trying to teach her what it looks like to remember God on her bed and think of him throughout the watches of the night. Right. So that's the second part of the verse. 
Um, Clark did the first part on my bed. I remember you and just going to bed intentionally and actually like reflecting where God has been with you and how he's been with you throughout your day. And then the last part is I think of you through the watches of the night. It's funny because we talk to people that are older than us and they're up in the night, you know, going to the bathroom too at like midnight or three. They're like, I don't know what happened, but all this water ain't what she used to be. (laughs) Really? But how that's a gift from God because they wake up and they think, oh my goodness, I got to run and go potty. And then they have 10 or 15 minutes trying to fall back asleep where they're just quiet with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing with our small children that can happen too, is, you know, they wake up, they got to go potty. They, maybe a firework (laughs) startled them, or maybe our dog barked, or or maybe they're having a bad dream. And that's something where there's an invitation in that, where we say, you know, definitely always come and get mom and dad. But when you wake up and you're in your bed, or when you go potty, um, think about that verse that we memorized. Think about the Lord's Prayer. Think about Psalm 23. Think about um, the, an adventure that Jesus is going to take you on. So that way you're not just in this dark room, quiet and alone. And then you can, like we said earlier, you can actually remember the person of God and gaze on him and not think about and dwell on, you know, that 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 bad dream about the lizard or whatever it was. Yeah. And so that's kind of what popped into my head with... Um, um, the second part of that verse is I think about you through the watches of the night. So even in the night, there's opportunities of quiet that the Lord, that Holy Spirit will invite us into. And that might sound kind of funky, sound kind of funky to some of you guys like, no, you know, it's the middle of the night. I just want to go back to bed and, and a hundred percent, you know, so do I. Um, but there might be an invitation for the Lord there too, for you to, to, for you to spend time praising and gazing on him. Yep. So as we wrap up, those are kind of the two verses that stood out to us. The two verses and two questions we'd encourage you to process. What does it look like for us to bless God and praise Him in the midst of our wilderness seasons? Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, what does it look like to go to bed intentionally yeah. and think about God throughout the watches of the night? So mm-hmm. consider that. And um, as always, have your fresh word and pass it on and uh, ask other people what they got out of the scripture for the day. And trust God's at work. And you guys, it's VBS week at Emmanuel. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah. So check it out um, on the website, on the YouTube channel, through the app. It's going to be all over on social media. Um, sit down, process, watch it with your kids, have fun. It's going to be awesome. Kathy Lewis and the team did a phenomenal job. Um, we can't wait to watch it too. So thanks for listening and then check that out if you have time today. God bless. Adios. The Lord bless you and keep you. His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.